What's up guys, Slevtech here, and we have another episode of Slevtech's Roundtable. I swear every time I say that, it makes me feel like I'm talking in a third person. I promise I'm not a narcissist, but today we have my boy, Reignite. How you doing, Reignite? What's up, dude? I'm doing good. Besides sounding like Chewy, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, bro. So how'd you lose your voice? Uh, Rage too hard? I don't know, dude. I just, like, I worked yesterday... So I work up at Powder Mountain in Utah. We're like one of the top – well, Powder Mountain's considered one of the top 25 resorts in like the whole country or like okay. ever. Like it's big. I got you. But I don't know, dude. Like it was weird. Like I just went to bed last night and I woke up and I tried to talk and I was like, ah! Like yeah. I had like dust down my mouth. <laughs> it's, it's that season. My, uh, my mom's got walking uh. pneumonia right now and she got bronchitis along with it. She looks like a zombie, dude. I'm not, not even gonna lie. So. Careful, man. Don't try to get like food from your fridge in the middle of the night. She's gonna walk in, you like, ah, <laughs> yeah, that's not gonna be a problem. Um, yeah. but yeah, I've been helping her out. But dude, we've got some history, we go mm -hmm. back quite a ways. I think this is gonna be really insightful for people that, that know me. I feel like they're gonna hear some stories that they don't know about in today's episode. <laughs> Because <laughs> everybody only knows I'm a, me. I'm a, go ahead, go uh, ahead. You're what? I'm a changed man. <laughs> I'm a changed man from the league, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude, from the league days. Oh man, I'm totally different now. I just, I league just, I got burnt out, and I'm just like, all right, all right, I'm done. I'm gonna go play something that actually makes me happy. <laughs> and I'm not raging twenty four seven. No, but I mean, I mean, just like history, as in like stories that like you knew me before I even started streaming. You know what I mean? That's like, funny because the way we met was just as funny. How did we meet? I know I, I was I in Puerto Rico. Through, I met you through Echo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Elon. Yeah. And I was raging at Echo's boss, I think, in a rage game. And that's how we met. Well, that's how you and... I can't remember. That's how you and how Echo How me and met. Echo. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then yeah, and then I played with him. Yeah, and then I met you through him, and we all played a game. And then we all just kind of started crap talking to each other, and it kind of just lifted from there, I think. Yeah. No, the. Mainly. When I first started playing League, I was stateside, but I don't think I started playing with you or like even streaming for that matter until I was in Puerto Rico, right? Like you knew me when I was living in Puerto Rico. I think you were swimming at the time still, weren't you? No, no. Or were no, you no, after no. that? It was after that. I had just, like, gotten done with that whole fiasco. Oh, yeah, because I remember you telling me you got that whole injury thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I lived in Puerto Rico to, like, midlife, like, quarter-life crisis style. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I remember you. Oh, yeah, I remember talking to you because you were doing that yacht thing for a while. Yeah. yeah and you that did that backflip off that yacht, and that <laughs> made me laugh. The gainer, because I couldn't land it and land it on my face. Oh, my yeah. God. That dude, was... that thing, I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> dude. How did you get up from that? Oh, and it was uh, so high, too. Dude. I would have done that, but it would have hurt to land on your back or your stomach. Or your face. <laughs> yeah. I've done flips off of cliffs in the Grand Canyon at Havasu Pai yeah. when I was in Scouts. And I landed on my back. I think it was like a 20-footer. It was pretty high. And I got up and I felt like an old man. I was like, oh, dude. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I had a no. rain headache probably for like an hour. But I, I got 500 bucks for it. So That's nuts. <laughs> 
But uh, yeah. yeah, dude, we met. I was uh, I had bought a a gaming laptop. It was like a Lenovo gaming laptop. It had like the cool backlit like red key uh, keys. Pretty dope. Yeah, uh, I think it's also like a touchscreen. Actually, use that function. Uh, I only used it for League, yeah. and I remember I was in that studio apartment that ended up getting broken in. Um, but Wait, your apartment got broken into. Yeah, yeah, while I was sleeping. That's another story. Um, oh dang! All right. But uh, I remember I had like the jankiest setup. I had to like go into like my old iPhones and pull it out because there was a time not even joking i was sitting on a there was like a little like breakfast bar in the studio apartment that i had and mm-hmm. i didn't have a chair so i used the nightstand that, that i had to, yeah. <laughs> to use as my chair so that i could like play league with you guys because i just i was lonely there for quite a bit you know when you're you're trying to learn a language uh in like a foreign place like it was my only outlet was like coming in and like playing league. And that was like how I hung out with my friends. That's how me and you met through through Echo. Mm-hmm. Pretty crazy. And I think you actually, believe it or not, are what got me into streaming. Because <laughs> you were streaming. I think I did. You were streaming league at that time, and you had gotten a donation. And I was like, what? Like somebody's actually like watching you play this game and they gave you like, money somebody donated to this ugly kid <laughs> what the heck yeah well you said it not me but <laughs> just kidding i think i think your personality is beautiful <laughs> hey i'm just messing with you bro uh I'm fine with whatever but you were you were playing and i was like dude i wonder if i could like stream because like me we all just had like we're just joking around you know we tried to be good at the game but in the grand scheme of like League of Legends, we all sucked, you know. I sucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was horrible, but we were funny, you yeah. know. Like we it, I had was the terrible. good times, and so <laughs> I just remember. Yeah, like, we did pop it in and do it. And I we would grind for like eight hours at a time. Like I'd be Dude. up till like four in the morning, having to wake up at like seven for. Yeah, time. I was too. I remember. I, dude, I remember one time I stayed up for like three days straight. I was like, I'll get gold. I'm doing it. And then I never got gold. I'd get up to like silver two or silver one. Right. Then I'd go on like a big old like 10 game losing streak. And I'm like wanting to Hulk out and punch my monitor. Yeah. Well, dude, that's yeah. like, that's what's crazy. Is like nobody about me like, or nobody that knows me now really knows that I stream league. Like that's what got me into streaming from the. Like, dude, me and you and Fox used to stay up so late playing so games. So late, man. And but we would only play so league. Funny. There was no other game yeah. that we played. That's you all know? I played, dude. That's all that all of us played. And uh, God, I was. Like, I can't believe that's so all I played for like ten years, and now I'm just like oh, finally right. like realizing, dude, there's more out there. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Like it's just like insane how much time you put into that game. Yeah, and I think it's. It, it, <sighs> I don't view it as like a negative thing because like you learn from it, you know. No. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I started learning a uh, chunk of time. Yeah, I started learning like a year ago. Like, dude, don't take it so seriously. Just have fun, and then that game I wish so I'd learned sooner because I was so toxic, dude. Yeah, but no, the game itself like is toxic, so it's hard not to like succumb to it. Like, I would rage at times. I'm not. I don't rage. 
Like, that's not like in my personality. But I think I've seen you rage more at Call of Duty than I've ever seen you rage at freaking League. What? Really? Yeah. I, I, dude, when me and you used to play League, you like would always you would always be the one like calming me down. Oh, like, I'd true. barely ever try to calm you down. <laughs> and then when I watched your stream, and I remember one time I was watching it, I was up for work at like five. I think it was like six a.m. Yeah. or seven ish. So you were live. Yeah, and then you were freaking. You were mad at something, but you made me jump because you started yelling, <laughs> and I was like, "Whoa." <laughs> and then you made me jump, and I was like, "I've never heard you yell like that." <laughs> ever yeah i don't i don't really rage though that's the thing like even like yeah that's why it surprised me even when i like yell like that i'm just like oh come on you know what i mean like that's my rage i don't like tell anybody to like i don't know um but yeah dude it's it's been kind of a journey it's been years in the making because i've gone like i've taken breaks from streaming significant breaks like when i worked on the yacht and things like that um but always kind of like fell back into it you know always been a pack. Mm-hmm. and you've been kind yeah, of on and off too. too right yeah i got married for a little while and then i got divorced again yeah but it was fine again yeah i've been married twice dog yep wait i didn't know the one that you got your your child with is there another one huh oh no i only have one kid i only have one kid and yeah. she'll be two she'll be two next month and then did you get married after that you're cutting out what? Uh, did you get Did you get married after the, like the, uh, that oh. relationship, or was it before? with the kid? Oh no, no, that was my last one. No. Oh, okay. I was like, I didn't know there was like a new yeah. a new like ex wife. <laughs> the first one technically doesn't count because it was an annulment. Oh, okay. And I guess that doesn't go against your marriage record or whatever that means. Okay. It's like a. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, no, I've been single for two years. I'm just having fun. Are you now? So, mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, how you liking yeah. it uh, working at the the summit, man, the resort? Dude, it's so fun. I get paid to snowboard all day. Like it's so fun. Like literally, like we get there at seven in the morning. We have our morning meeting with the manager and everything. So there's about twenty or thirty other people in one room. And then we go over the weather for the day and then he'll assign us each different lifts. Cause there's like, I think there's six or seven lifts on the mountain. And, um, I've been up there where it's like negative 27 degrees Celsius. And then you have wind chills of neg- negative nine degrees. So you're getting wind in your face, like all day with snow and it's so cold. Like some of the days, like it's, I've rode a lift where the chair was shaking back and forth like this. You know, you've been on a lift before, have you ever? No? Dude, you I'm know like, what they're like though, right? Like, you've seen videos. I was born in Arizona, raised in Puerto Rico. Like, I, mean, <laughs> I only know tropics, bro. I know. <laughs> and desert. Uh, well, I mean, have you, you've seen snowboard I've, videos, right? I've or seen anything? them, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. They're pretty much so you know on what a wire. lift. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like on a tower, and it's so, like yeah, yeah. there's sheaves and stuff going like that. Yeah, I've been on that in like 30 mile an hour winds going up the mountain. Why? Like, um, <laughs> don't they shut it down after like a certain like? Uh, some lifts, yes. If it goes up, it's like 
35 miles per hour or oh, okay. 40 so right they will shut road. it down okay yeah yeah they had to shut down lightning ridge yesterday because of the wind and sunrise it's pretty intense and so where where do you live again? pretty intense powder mountain utah utah okay yeah dude that's just like next door to me yeah man you're in arizona come down here like one of those days go ski or go snowboard yeah yeah, snowboard. yeah yeah yeah, up. yeah my bad yeah. i'm in up geography right. no big deal <laughs> but uh, it's such a cool job yeah man. so what do you what do you do exactly like you you take that lift up and then do you teach people how to snowboard or do you just kind of survey what do you do um, I'm not really an instructor. What I do is I'm a lift operator. So I maintain, I'm, well, I make sure that customers are loading on the chairs safely. They're unloading. I pretty much make sure that their passes are valid because if they aren't valid, I got to kick them off the mountain and say, hey, go to the lodge. Make sure you get a ticket printed for today or you can't come back on. You know what I mean? Like I got to be aware at all times. Like it's, we're up there and the weather changes drastically. One minute it's, it's sunny, next it's a blizzard. So it's a way it for you guys to, to sunny, kind of keep like, track of who's on the mountain? Yeah. That would yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm standing at the bottom of the lift. We have usually a crew of four people, three or four people a day, and you're rotating. So one's going to be a tour at the bottom. You have one bumping chairs. You have one checking tickets. And then you'll rotate. You'll send one up. One will come back down. That way you're just pretty much riding all day. So you're not just sitting in one spot. All day. So how long is like eight hours where you're sitting? It's normally eight hours a day. <laughs> yeah, but how like how long do you go like in one spot before you have to transition? Uh, I'd say ten fifteen minutes tops, maybe. Oh, and then you get to like snowboard to the next place or take the lift up or. Yep, you get a snowboard. Yep, all day. Oh, that's actually pretty dope. Then so you do kind of mm. get that exercise in, like, yeah. if you will. Yeah, we do. Dude, I don't know how you do it, though. My headset just beeped. It freaked me out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how you do it, though. I can't do the cold, man. I just, oh. Oh. I mean, I was born and raised here, so, I mean, like, you kind of, your body adjusts to it, like, adapts. Like, you get used to it each year. It's like, oh, it's winter. It's coming. Uh Like, I've been outside in a blizzard wearing shorts. Yeah, no thanks. (laughs) It was 69 degrees at the pool yesterday, and I was in three layers. (laughs) really yeah dude okay it was windy uh in my defense in my defense it was windy get off me okay 69 degrees and you're wearing it might have been 64 i don't know it might have been 59 who knows all i'm saying is it was cold and it was not enjoyable that's why we laugh at people who come from california to utah to ski and they they just get so cold, and they're like, "I want to go back home now." There's no snow in California, right? Like it's actually yeah. kind of great. Like- There's people that love snow, and I for me, I just I think it's great in doses, but I don't think I could live in some place that's. Or if I did, I'd have to be like a snowbird where I traveled, like my like Arizona house. Just yeah, no, I understand that. Yeah, but yeah. so what have you been doing, man? What's what's life been treating you like in the past? Well, it's been pretty good. I'm looking now. for an apartment. Yeah, I'm looking for an apartment right now. I'm starting my own business, some manufacturing snowboards. Okay. Like we're gonna be we're gonna be making snowboards. We're gonna be making skis, 
and it's gonna be called reignite snowboarding it's kind of off on my stream but it's like reignite snowboarding i did a corporate search the other day name's available so i'm gonna take and use it there's no infringements no problems let me get it trademarked and then let's go from there yeah man do you know the like the processing factor uh, or like yeah, the sourcing yeah. factors, all that. Do you have that situated? Or? Yeah, yeah. I know a lot of the. Uh, I know a lot of where I can get my materials. All I need to do is get the machinery, and they get a location. I've already gotten an accountant. He's my brother-in-law. He's my CEO. He's getting his CPA right now, and then uh, we're working on getting some engineers and some other people who are who are familiar with making skis and boards. You know what I mean? Because we need to have employees who can manufacture and bring the product, you know, all of it together. Sure. But we're going to buy a press. So a press, it's kind of like a, it's a machine that puts the board together, like That's smashes it together. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what we're going to do. We're going to vacuum press our boards and we're going to get a CNC machine to make our skis. Okay. So CNC, that's, what we're doing. that's like what, like it cuts it out, right? <clears throat> or what's um, CNC? I'm gonna have to Google that because I forgot what CNC meant. Hold on, bro. You need <laughs> to know your industry, right now, bro. <laughs> I know what this. Uh, I know what the machine does. What does it do? I just don't know what it stands for. No, but I, what does it do though? That's 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 what I was asking. I I've only researched the snowboarding stuff, not the skiing, because oh. I'm mainly doing boards. But gotcha. I do need now that you brought this up. I do need to keep researching boards on our skis. Yeah. More and more, because we mainly want to do boards. We're going to do all mountain boards, park boards, um, wide feet boards. So there's people with like big feet who, you know, like Shaq. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who have like size size, fifteen? Get off me! (laughs) I would not want your foot in my face, bro. No (laughs) thanks. Dude, it's so hard to find shoes, bro. It's it's a. I would not want to get kicked. In the face by a size 15. I'm good, dude. <laughs> what size do you wear? Nine and a half. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, dude. I'm good, dude. I'd rather not go there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, do you know, like, what it's going to look like to kind of, like, start it, like, all this up? Like, the, the Yeah, I have a business plan together. Um, okay. What I'm doing is I'm probably going to get an SBA loan. It's, like, Small Business Administration. And then I'm going to apply for some grants, but we'll probably get the SBA loan, which probably, depending on how much they give us, can go anywhere from like 500 to a million, depending on what you want to do with it. Okay. But I don't want to see, that's the thing is I'm trying to avoid that. That's like last resort because I don't want to start a business on a loan because you have to pay that loan back. Yeah. And to have that like over your head when you're trying to run and maintain a business can be stressful. Definitely. So I want to do business grants and then I'm trying to do um, investor investors. So I've capital. talked to a few people. Yeah. Who are interested. I've got some binding ideas and some boot ideas for the snowboard industry, but I'd rather not talk about it on YouTube because it's kind of like on the low, low, you know what I mean? Sure. Cause I don't have it patented yet. And I just got a guy who's based in Seattle. I talked to his brother on the way home last night who does patenting so i could call him up and say hey i need this product patented so that we can start making it and no one else can take the idea sure. and then um 
That's what we're probably going to do. I need to talk to my brother-in-law actually tonight. You reminded me because we're probably going to be sticking with the binding idea because we're trying to modernize snowboarding and skiing, but also keep it authentic at the same time. Sure. So that's just kind of my, uh, my dream right now. Kind of my goal right now is to mainly focus on my business. That's why I haven't been streaming like during the week because during the week is when I work and when I come home and research yeah. And then on my weekends, on my days off, that's when I'm going to be gaming and streaming so that I have more time to kind of just be me instead of just focusing my, you know, entirety on business and serious life, adult crap. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Balancing act for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's just got to be zen. Got to have everything like, whoop, not. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So. Streaming, bro. Let's talk about that a little bit. What, uh, yeah, right. what, you're like a dead by daylight guy, right? Not anymore. Um, I'm kind of done with that game because they've kind of killed it. I don't like what they're changing on it. I did stream dead by daylight for a long time. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's one of those games that it's repetitive. Yeah. And then they kind of favor the killers a lot in that game. So it doesn't make the game fun for the survivor aspect. So it's like, oh, hey, let's make killers OP and give survivors perks that don't really help much, but they do kind of, I guess. What's the game format, though? Like, I know it's like a, it's a hide-and-seek or hide-and-kill kind of game, but mm. like, as a survivor, what kind of allows you to get killed by Freddy Krueger? Well, you want to so you want to play immersive. There's immersive survivors, so they what they do is they they don't really do much. So, like, let's say you're playing by yourself, and you have three other survivors who are playing immersed, right? And there's four generators on a map, so you have to do the generators in order to unlock the exit gates, and then you have to open the exit gates to get out of the map while the killer is trying to kill all four of you. So let's say for a scenario, I'm a survivor and I'm a productive survivor and somebody who knows how to run a killer, right? Who's good at the game. And then you have three other survivors who are immersed, which means they're going to be hiding the whole time, which makes the game harder because they're not really doing gens to escape. They're just like hiding around the map while you're the only person doing gens. And then there'll be games where you'll have productive survivors and then you'll have immersed. It's kind of a mix, What's but a that's what makes the game. Productive. So productive survivor is someone who's doing totems. Like there's different totems on the map with that's like hex ruins that makes doing gens a lot harder. And there's like skill checks. You probably might want to go watch some gameplay, but it's harder to explain like the whole like just kind of run down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's just so much that goes into it. But I've seen you yeah, play it a just... couple times. I just don't know enough about it to get immersed, you know. Yeah, I mean, and you want to learn how to I'm run not a the scary killer. game kind of guy, as you probably know. I saw your clip of you being a little girl on Outlast. No shame. Slightly shame, but no shame. <laughs> I think that's the most time I've ever heard you drop more F-bombs <laughs> than I've ever played with you. Dude, I always put a disclaimer on those videos where I was like, guys, I'm going to be cussing in this. It is an involuntary reaction. I cannot help it. Like, sorry. Dude, out of all the years I've known you, that is probably the most times I've ever heard you say the F word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is like with these games, it's not real life, right? Like you can't fight back. Like your yeah. ability to fight back is taken away from you. It's limited, yeah. 
And so oh, you're just susceptible to like either getting killed or like jump scared, which is just horrible. Like I want to be able to knock someone out or at least go down fighting, you know? And so that's yeah. where like my little inner, uh, inner girl comes out. I'm not proud of it, but it is who I am. It is what it is, <laughs> <laughs> but it's good fun. Everybody likes it. I, I enjoy it after the fact. I'll go back and watch it and all. It looks fun. I'd, I'd honestly probably be reacting the same way. Yeah. Honestly, it looks kind of scary. I would not want to. I got you. Yeah. So you kind of went away from Dead by Daylight now and you're into Apex, I presume? Yep. I'm playing Apex a lot. Okay. Like a lot, a lot. That's why I'm upgrading my monitor. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you can get the so, better refresh. Yeah. Yeah, so now actually I, I just realized that I am going to have a triple monitor set up now. Hopefully I can set that up right. Yeah, I mean, just so, as long as your graphics card can handle it, then I think you're good. should be able to. It's a 1050 Ti. I wouldn't see why not. It's just, the only thing that dictates it is how many ports it has in the back. So, I think I should have. I'll have to double check yeah. that tonight. Have, That's okay. If you have three ports, you're completely fine. Yeah, this other monitor that I have, it's an Acer monitor. It's got to shorten the cord, and whenever I move it, it turns off. When I have to plug the cord like back in because the cord's like loose, gotcha. so I may just replace that one. Yeah, with this one that I'm talking to you on, and then put my 144 hertz. So you're still on the two. Yeah. Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, how you like it? Yeah. Uh, how you like an Apex? I presume you like it because you bought a new P or. It's fun, but dude, there's so many tryhards and casuals. Like, I'm just playing casuals. Like, I'm not doing ranked, but like, it's helped me improve. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They have duos, they have ranked. They did have solos at one point, but then they took that away for some reason. I hope they bring it back Mm -hmm. because it's fun. But, um, like, it, like, I wish I would have started when it came out immediately. Because, like, I feel like everyone in that game is so much better than me right now. But I'm improving because I'm playing casuals. And a lot of the pros play casuals. Yeah. Um, my favorite player um, is TSM Biss. Okay. He actually yeah. plays a lot of casuals. I, I got in a match with him once. And then I played against him. And he owned me. <laughs> As one does, I can imagine. Yeah, he wrecked my he wrecked me pretty good. But um, it, it's a fun game. It's really... There's a huge learning curve for sure. Yeah. It's kind of like how you play Black Ops 4, like with your style of movement and jumping and just strafing everywhere. Yeah. But it's like faster. Yeah. I like I liked Apex for what it was. For mm-hmm. me, I didn't like the movement. Like when I was actually like trying to like aim and look around, it felt like it lagged just a little bit from what I was used to with the fluidity of black ops and so uh, that was like the big factor on why i stopped yeah stopped playing it but i know like and Echo, don't you play with a scuff controller yeah 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 yeah, yeah. So with mm-hmm. the scuff dude i've I need to sell my like other two they're scuffs. expensive i was looking at those yeah the vantage Oof. 2 that i have i think is like 200 but i got it for 250 with the warranty Nice, that's not bad, I guess, if you have that kind of money. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a business expense. That's how I view it, you know. It, up, True. it ups my content quality because I can perform better. I mean, Do you it, use your Twitch payouts for that? Um, Good question. I, I don't like to, but mm-hmm. I have in the past 
but I'm getting to the point now where I'm just kind of saving everything that I have. So in short, yes, I did. Um, but I think I'm going to get this graphics card and that'll probably be the last thing that I upgrade for this year. We're only in January, but just because I want to get 10 G saved up in the Texas. Texas. Why Texas? Just, uh, it's, it's close by no state tax cost of living fairly cheap they have fiber optics. you have tornadoes yeah basements <laughs> uh <laughs> but they also see midstream oh guys got a tornado i gotta go no dude i'll be in the basement <laughs> that's where my setup's at i ain't never gotta leave <laughs> think i'm gonna let a tornado take my setup uh-uh but uh hard to see you like grabbing your camera and going outside <laughs> check it out guys there's a tornado that's probably i, mean, I, I would totally do off. that but uh that. yeah man i i mean it's one of also like one of the states like arizona is one of the four states where you can't complete compete in online tournaments for like prize winnings really yeah yeah and that's one thing like, <clears throat> in like the i didn't know that during the height of blackout, I really wish I could have, you know, was like played in those like code red tournaments. I think it would have gotten me a lot of like notoriety and gotten my name out there a little bit, but I just couldn't because it's one of the four states that you can't suck. So I think you should uh post more clips on Twitter. Oh yeah. There's yeah. I did it for a while. There's just no like organic there's no reach. You know what I mean? Like you don't get new followers off of that. So like I'm putting most um, of my time and energy into podcasting. I mean, it depends because I have a friend. She's actually on Twitch. Uh, her recent Overwatch clip is at a million views. And she gets a lot of traction from her Twitter clips to her stream. Okay. But I mean, is she a it works. Streamer? Yeah, she's actually a partner. It's actually a he slash. Well, I mean, you know what I mean? It's just somebody I ran into playing Dead by Daily. It's you a friend of mine. Her? Yeah, yeah, she's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, okay. cool. yeah. Her name's you said she uh, and he, so I was like, what, what, what? Oh, I don't know how to say it because I don't want to offend anyone. I don't want to be like I'm trying to be respectful because like, well, it's, it's a, a friend of mine. Yeah, it's a yeah. he that is now a she, right? Yeah. Well, okay. like she does cross dress. He does cross dress dressing, but like he's really good at Dead by Daylight. But he's a really chill like friend of mine. Sure. And uh, it's called Elex Nine. If you check out the Twitter, like. The clips that they like she posts, like they get a lot of views. Like not just her, like I've seen this, like all like what I was doing last week, I spent most of my week researching social media and how people grow and what the, the algorithm is for I guess I think each platform has a different algorithm, What's of course. Mean? But with Twitter, it's like hashtags, clips, um, posting at the right times of day. And then just with your clips, you just want to describe what's going on within that clip, I guess. Oh, and like your title? Like yeah, your and your title, yeah. Because on my, I'm trying to grow another account right now. And I went from like zero to like almost 80 followers in like less than a week. Just posting clips of me saying, hey, I'm going to stream on this date, blah, 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 with hashtags. And then I've actually met a lot of cool people doing that. Really? So, yeah, yeah. Like, I've met a lot of cool guys and cool people on Twitter uh, doing hashtags. But, I mean, I guess hashtags is a good and bad thing because, I mean, some people on Twitter don't like hashtags, I guess, and some do. I don't know. 
Yeah, so, I mean, it's just kind of where your community is at at current. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> yeah. Like if you start an account and you are like you hashtag your tweets, those who follow you are gonna expect hashtags. Exactly. Yeah. Or at least like not be uncomfortable. Yeah, I wanted to start a new account because on my last account I did that follow for follow stuff. And that's how I grew. But like this time I'm trying to do it just normally, just like yeah, trying to like just being me and just posting stuff, like trying to be funny and then just schedules and ETC, just stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. Like the follow for follow. I, that's, it's a trap that a lot of people get into. Yep. That mm -hmm. It's not productive. Very reliable. It's just not productive no. at all because you follow somebody like, a, and they follow you. But you don't know that person. You don't even know if they like video games. You know what I mean? Right, they exactly. Just, they yeah. just want an extra follower so that they can have clout and say, oh, I have 3,000 followers. But when you post something, that person is never going to mm -hmm. like it, you know, especially if it's a follow for follow on YouTube. Like with the algorithm, they'll never even see your videos. You know what I mean? So it, there's nope. no point in having them there. Is my camera I mean? flipping out? Uh, No, you seem okay on land. Okay, good. I was just looking in the top right where yeah, the camera is. Yeah, mine, mine does like, the same beep, thing. Beep, like beep. flicks. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, man, I I mean, the follow for follow thing is always like, it's been shunned 100% from the community of like any platform. Mm -hmm. Rightfully so. I never personally did it. I know people that have. And I think that there was a time where it worked a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah. Where, like, if you had 10,000, like, followers, you got your foot in the door a little bit more. But now people just smell that, like, out right away. And they're just like, nah, yeah. Yeah. That's so, just the thing with that. That's why I made a new account, and I was like, I don't want to do that again. Yeah, exactly. And you're already up to 80. That's that's impressive, man. But, I mean, like, if they do follow me, I will follow them back just because, like, I want to be chill at the same time, you know? Like, say, hey, man, thanks for the follow. I appreciate that. And then just kind of, like, letting them know like hey i support you you support me just in that way i guess it is still kind of like follow 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 but like but it's unspoken. i'm not opposed to it like i'm not entirely in opposed to it like I i'll do it like that's why i was like i want to grow a community like my whole goal this time is just to grow a community where we support each other sure like kind of like you're doing in a way yeah. most definitely yeah. yeah that's what mm -hmm. this podcast is all about we're just trying to i say we because like i don't feel like i'm the only one Doing yeah exactly it it's a part of it you know it is a community but it's giving an opportunity for anybody and everybody like i don't want to turn anybody down that is committing themselves to like being a streamer because there's exactly. so much that goes into it and a lot of people have great personalities and haven't been noticed yet and if mm -hmm. i can manufacture a platform where they can or an environment that they can at least get their say their name and tell their story and if people vibe with them and relate to them then they get they get viewers you know what i mean and mm -hmm. as this grows and as as it manifests and it gets bigger and bigger i still want to have the same people on you know that or like the same size people like i'm not just going to go to like big time streamers you know what i mean oh, when yeah. I get bigger yeah. I, I still like i'm here for like the little man and i want to have a platform where I can give them a voice. Yeah. And like, I'm a small time streamer too right now. And I know exactly what it feels like. I feel like I might just be like one notch just in the progressive 
like in terms of progression, but like not too far off, I was streaming to two viewers, you know, and I know what that feels like. And it's, yep. it's hard. I did too, man. Yep. It's hard, you know, and it I is because like, dude, it's, you know how it is because like, like everybody knows how it is, especially on Twitch with how large of a platform it is. It's like, especially now. Oh, I can't tell you how many times I streamed for like four or eight hours a day and then had like, there were even days where I had zero followers or like zero viewers and I was streaming just to myself. But at that point, is and it just like, playing video games? Yeah, yeah. Right? That's why I that took point, it as it's like, video games, yeah. it's like, all right, I mean, if I'm streaming, you know, there's my past broadcasts. So, I mean, if people watch those, then, you know, I'm just going to play the game and try and have fun at the same time and just kind of keep myself entertained. Cause like, it's not all like streaming for me is just, a, it's playing a game that I love. And if people enjoy watching me, then that's fine too. Like when I, the whole reason I got into streaming was just mainly to meet new people, Definitely. you know, see what's out there. See, you know, community, yeah. 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 Just to see if there's people like me or cooler people that I can play with and have fun with. Yeah. And then just build a relationship from there. And then even just connect with people around the world. You know, it's yeah. cool. It's like, hey, it's like watching your favorite pro gamer and supporting them with no matter what game they play. Yeah, you're there and for it's the like, personality and the community. Not for the exactly. And that's why, like I told you when I came into your stream and I dropped, finally dropped the sub on my main account. I was yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I really enjoy watching you. Yeah. Dude. Better keep doing it, dude. Because <laughs> like I was subbed to Dr. Disrespect for like, I think at that moment for like 21 months jesus and you yeah, chose yeah. me yep Aww. well I, I knew you before him i knew you before dr disrespect yeah, way yeah, before yeah. that so like i actually have a connection with you as to where those guys like i have somewhat of a connection yeah but they're so big of a streamer that it's hard it's, to have it's like a, a one-sided connection you know not like a, to, yeah you know what i mean not to the, yeah. any of fault of their own you know they're just too right, right, right. big to have that connection yeah. you know not yeah. that they excuse me wouldn't if they could but it's just not yeah. attainable whereas like right now it is you know for me and i i do yeah. foresee myself getting to that point at some point you know and i see it too honestly because you have a good personality i appreciate that yeah. uh, but like it's not like for the how i view that is when somebody gets big like for me, how when I project myself getting big, I'm not gonna be able to read every comment like I do right now. Right, yeah, no, yeah. But while I can, I will. You know, so those mm -hmm. who are here that are like the OGs that are there from day one, they'll know me, you know, and that'll be the essence of the community and that'll trickle out. And so that's how you keep that tight, close knit community when you are such a large, big time streamer, because you put the process in place from day one, you know, and then just, yep. you just outscale it, but it's still there in its foundation. But to kind yeah, of, see, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, oh, what I was going to say is like, like, I understand like why big streamers are the way they are. Like, it's like, they have such huge communities. Like it, it's almost impossible to react with everyone. Like, it is impossible. and that's, and that's why you see like other big streamers hosting other big streamers because not only are you like looking to that other streamers it's more like a business partner because like oh, definitely that's like i guarantee you that's how they see that because it's like if i was like i just picture myself like if i had a base like dr disrespect or ninja or any other big streamer on twitch there's no one right it's like 
you want to, it is about some will say it's about networking and some it's about building relationships or just connecting with somebody. Yeah, but like, yeah. yeah, that's pretty much what it is. But like, I see why they host other big streamers. It's not because they're selfish. It's because they know what's up and they know what they want to do with each other or like how they want to connect with other pro players around the world. It's like, Hey, if you were a big streamer and you were super good at the game, you would want to play with other people at your level. You know what I mean? It's like, it's the competitive aspect. That's how you are with Black Ops 4. It's like, you want to affiliate yourself with, you know, like when you're playing serious, you know what I mean? But like, other than that, you can play with other people. But like, that's how, why I understand like big streamers point of views. Yeah. I feel like it's that, there's that aspect of playing with people that are at your level. But there are mm-hmm. no names that are just as good. If not oh, better, yeah. Do you yeah, know I mean? for sure, dude. And so yeah. where I, like, my philosophy on it is it's a business transaction. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. You're not exchanging a monetary sense, but you're exchanging time. You're exactly. exchanging time of others, which is arguably the most valuable commodity. You know, and by doing that, you're you're kind of paying it forward by hosting somebody and mm-hmm. in, whether in terms of building a relationship with that person so you can do a collaboration or just collaborating yeah. in general where you host they host you and you get into a whole nother source of potential yeah. viewership you know and that's that's the big thing that i see that those the streamers do like there's the him the tat man and ninja mm-hmm. and like all of those guys they have it as an agreement, not like it written, but they, they're they all buddies. And they say, hey, we all host each other. You know what I mean? If one of us yeah. gets off, we Why host each other yeah. because we want to grow together, you know? And that's mm-hmm. – I, I don't fault anybody for it, but it also uh, – and I, I definitely Limits see, discoverability, but it, I it think, does, in a way. It does limit discoverability, and yep. it makes it – like right now, it's as hard as it's ever been for uh, – for people to get discovered yeah. as a streamer, you know? And so you're going to have to be more creative. Uh, your personality and having a great personality and a great product is not enough nowadays. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have a great product. You can have the best product in the world, but if there aren't eyes to see it, you're, you're not going yeah. to It's all about marketing. It. It's yeah. marketing, advertisement. Yep. Exactly what it yep. is. Yep. Yeah, man, it's it's kind of crazy. It's uh, crazy how things have changed. Even in the past, like three years, I was talking to Savage, uh, Savage Two C. I don't know if you know who he is. Really I think cool. I do. He's in your stream a bunch, isn't he? Uh, no, but he's a big time streamer, though. Yeah, full time streamer. Been doing it for three hmm. years now. Coming up on three years. And I wonder if I know him. I'm, I don't think I've heard him. Yeah, yeah, but uh, he's been doing it for a long time, and he was saying like how it's so different from three years ago when three years ago, you could have just grinded it out and gotten people mm-hmm. to come into your streams and grown that. Yeah, way. You remember when I first started league, I was, I think I had 30 viewers a day when me and you were playing. Yeah. But that's that not the case anymore. You know what I mean? Nope. That is not the mm-hmm. case whatsoever. So you mm-hmm. have to get a little bit more creative with it. And you can't or just be really super good. Even then you, I'm the only to... way that you can get super good is, by hours of playing hours of playing but then you reach out or somebody reaches out to you to play with you that is a big time streamer or has an audience yeah. and that's yeah. how you get your start you know what i mean so in essence 
get to network even like that's a tool to use to get to know people you know what i mean dude i was so surprised when you said you wanted to join uh 100 thieves yeah like if you picked an org why i don't know i just didn't expect it like i was like 100 thieves really wow that's interesting because like i've been a tsm fan since like day one but you're a league guy i'm not a i'm not a league guy yeah well i'm a shooter guy now like i'm going i'm like transitioning into shooters like i'm like it's so hard because it's like you know me i played league for like 10 years and then crazy i want to play apex now and i watch a lot of this like if this came to me and was like you want to play a few games bro i'd be like dude i'm like i'm down let's go and then like if he was like (laughs) Dude, right? That's what I'm saying, dog. That's like your favorite pro player, like just hitting you up, like, yo, let's play, dog. Like, it's chill. They're just another person. Exactly. Like, for real. And yeah. That's even I've felt that a little bit, which is kind of crazy. But like when I'll play with people that have watched me for the time on like Supporter Saturday or something like that, yeah. They're just like, oh my gosh, like I'm playing with Slevtech. I'm like, dude, I'm just a dude. Like, yeah. I'm just a dude <laughs> playing a dude disguised as another dude. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah but, but you can understand it from relative. a big streamer oh, yeah 100%. you can yeah it's all relative yeah, it's like if you're a big streamer and you got like somebody fan crushing on you it's like yeah no i, I, I think I, it's very endearing i'm very like yeah. grateful for it but also like i want to dis like engage that immediately yeah. just where i'm like dude like just treat me like a bro treat me like your friend i'll treat you like a friend i'm a human you're a human let's yeah. just slay bots together you know? and it's like oh my gosh yeah no and i see for me like i feel like people chase the fame for like that's why they get into streaming sometimes all the wrong reasons yeah i mean like a lot of the time people the stigma is people chase money for streaming yeah i don't care about the money at all i just want to meet people but i honestly think that most people want to just be famous off of streaming you know they see like these big streamers and like everybody they have like this Uh reputation around them and like I've never been one for fame. Like, well, I'm sure like you say that now, but like it like realistically, it's like once you get there and you start realizing that you're a big deal, like a lot of it, like I've seen it happen. Like I watched one of my friends go from like zero viewers to like he's now at like a hundred on average, like almost a thousand on average. He's partnered now. Like he went from being like chill like me and you to like, oh, he has got he's got that big old partner ego now. Like, you know what I mean? Like you start realizing that you're actually making an influence on other people. Like yes. you start realizing that your actions, it was like the incidents where like Dr. Disrespect was streaming in the bathroom at like, I think that was, I like, think that was a stupid mistake. I don't think that was, his yeah, ego or that was stupid. And that wasn't his ego, but like, you know what I mean? Like you're actually influencing, you are like when people saw that, they were probably like, dude, what are you doing? Like yeah. it wasn't him. It was his camera guy. But well, it was him. I think, he brought them into the yeah, yeah, that's right. But I mean, you know what I'm saying, right? It's no, like I, you think I, you're I, on top of the world when you get there. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, well, with the doctor disrespect, I think it was just a stupid oversight. He didn't probably think about it. It wasn't that he was like, yeah. oh, I'm just like I can do whatever I want. I think he just didn't think about it. Yeah, he didn't think and, about it. Uh, which For is a sure. problem in and of itself. You know, I'm not condoning that by by any means. I was um, just using it as like an, an example, example to yeah, describe yeah. a certain situation. But what but. I what I believe is like I honestly think that like there's a common saying um that like fame and wealth just kind of exposes who you are even more. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So it's not it's already who you were, you just didn't have the resources to to show it. You know? So if you're a good person and like 
you do the right thing, fame and fortune isn't going to change who you are. You know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. if you portray that, but like deep seated, you're really not that way. You get fame, you get fortune. Next thing you know, it just kind of uh, embellishes wh- who you originally were. But there's the caveat to that too, where yes, at a certain point when you have so much fame, you can no longer be treated as a normal individual. Yeah. And that can have its own effect too. So I see both sides of it. It's like when you look at your like favorite actor, like Keanu Reeves or like somebody else, like you may be like the kindest person in the world, but you know that you're so famous now that even if you tried to have your own alone time, there's always going to be something in the way or like always some sort of, and I can understand why like big celebrities and Twitch streamers kind of get annoyed by it. Like, I totally understand that. Yeah. Like, it's like... No, I definitely get annoyed. Like, if I'm trying to have dinner with, like, a, my girlfriend or something, I don't have a girlfriend, yeah, me. Like, <laughs> uh, but... He's single and ready to mingle. <laughs> but um, let's say I was at, like, on a date, and I get interrupted six, seven times inside of my yep. dinner to take a picture. That's when I could be like, look, like... Yeah, it comes with the territory, but it it sucks because you can't live your life the way that you would want to. You know, you can't be a normal person at that. But Mm -hmm. I don't feel like streamers have that problem. Maybe Ninja, you know what I mean? Because he's Doctor Disrespect. I would assume does people do. I mean, I think certain people love it. He doesn't have his get up on at all times. You know what I mean? So he can take it off and he can walk around. He's like Guy Beam, and then he's like Doctor Disrespect. Exactly. So like he has his alter ego. So if he wants to just go out with his wife, he can. You know what I mean? He might get noticed here and there. I'm sure he does, but it's not like often. Yeah, as it's often. not as often yeah. as if he would if he were to put that on and walk down the street. Yeah, people are gonna be like, "Oh Dude. God," yeah. you yeah. know. But um, I think Ninja. There's a, there's a couple of others um, that are that are like that, or even like content creators in general, like Casey Neistat. You know what I mean? I don't know if you know. Who I don't he think is. I've heard of Casey Neistat. Dude, you gotta no. check out is that another shooter player? No, he's a he's a vlogger on YouTube. Okay. He, uh, he used to be in like the film industry, so he adapts all of his vlogs to that mm-hmm. of like a almost like a production quality movie you know and so it's like it's a very kind of like indie style but there's a lot of editing and it's it flows very very well seamless and uh, it's it's kind of what a lot of the vloggers nowadays have adopted they've adopted it from him he kind of pioneered it all um that's cool yeah but he he'll get noticed all the time you know um, but there's very few people that are like that that are content creators. But uh, yeah. big time celebrities, I can only imagine that. You almost Dude. like become a recluse. It's like that saying, "Be careful what you ask for, man." Yeah. Like cool. for real. Yeah, I really. It's kind of funny to talk about it because it's like it really makes you think about how nice and cozy like our lives are. Yeah. Like how just normal every is. day. Yeah. It's actually quite fulfilling. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like an eye opener. It's like, wow, hey, yeah. you know, do I want to keep this up, or if I get big on Twitch, it's like, what's gonna happen next? Like, yeah, no. there's so many doors to life, though. Like, that's why I'm running my business. Like, I got that. I got a job of getting another job, I'm trying to get two jobs, and then run my business at the same time. And then my daughter will be two in February. I'm trying to go out to Georgia to see her because I haven't seen her since the day she was born. I haven't held her yet either. It's complicated. But 
like I'm just trying to do what I can because I want to be there for like when I when I realized that I'm actually a father now like I guess life kind of just hit me in the face and I was like wow yeah I got a lot of the things I gotta you know it's like what kind of legacy do I want to leave behind for my kid like how do I want to have my kid look at me as an example and say, Hey, my dad was an amazing dad or say, Hey, my dad was a deadbeat dad. It's like, I got me really thinking about that a lot. Yeah. And that's, mm-hmm. that's a motivating factor for sure. I, I, my relationship with my father is very complicated. Um, I don't Your dad was a baseball player, wasn't he? Yeah, he played pro for yeah. the Cubs and then yeah, long time. But um, my kind of viewpoint on that is, if I were to bring a child into the world personally, mm-hmm. um, I I don't want to until I can give it a better like right exactly or a better starting point than I had. You know? and, yep. Um, being put in a position kind of like you are right now, where you're now hustling even harder to try and make something of yourself so you can provide a better mm-hmm. future for her. You know, like your whole existence at this point, you are a father based around her. Taking yep. care of her and doing the best thing for her. Everything else falls at the wayside. That's that's how I, I view it. Um, just because I know what it's like not to necessarily have somebody that's around. Mm-hmm. She like I haven't talked I haven't talked to my ex-wife in two years and I'm trying to like get enough courage to like talk to her because like when we talk we don't get along like I mean it's been two years now maybe it'll be different but like it's just so hard man there's so many like it's just with relationships you know it's you have feelings you know you were together with that person for a while and then you know things go either a good way or a bad way and then it depends on how you handle it. Yeah, I mean, regardless, you guys are linked together with this child, you know, Mm -hmm. and I believe as long as, like, you're there supporting your child, you know, like, paying... I'm gonna, I'm doing the best that I can, what I can do, you know? It's just complicated with no communication. Yeah, but you can only do what you can do, Mm -hmm. and then you gotta just keep trying, and regardless, it's not a battle you can lose because of your daughter. You know, you gotta, yeah, you gotta yeah, just yeah. keep fighting, and no matter how hard it is, you're going to steer through the right avenue, you know, and, mm-hmm. and do it the right way. And even if she doesn't, even if you don't, but you're you're doing everything in your power too. Well, I'm gonna be there. Yeah, I'm and, gonna be there no matter and, what. And when she gets older and she's able to understand everything from a big picture, she's gonna mm-hmm. know the effort that, you, not the words that you said. Mm-hmm. that's that's how i get yeah like i just want to like even if her mom doesn't live there i'm still gonna be there for her because it's like you know it's like hey you know we're separated i'm gonna be there for our daughter if she needs it whether you like it or not yeah well i don't think anybody's gonna dislike being like having support you know? yeah exactly so yeah it's just Time heals a lot of wounds, you know. There will always be resentment, most likely. But mm-hmm. got to move past it, you know what I mean, for the betterment of your daughter. Yeah, man. Gotcha, bro. Well, dude, on that note, we took a dark turn. 
But hey, uh, hey. it's good. No, this is life. This is a conversation. That's this is what the podcast yeah. is all about. I want to talk about it's getting to know other people. Exactly. And I want like anything that you're comfortable and open to talking about, I want to have that conversation and even if I disagree yeah, with you, I'll let you know, but it doesn't mean that we have to hate each other. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what a conversation is all about. Uh, um, yeah, man. But dude, this is fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Thanks uh, for having me on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for thanks for tuning in and, uh, and taking some time out of your day. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are listening to this point in the podcast, make sure to give my boy Reignite a nice fat follow over on Twitch. You're also mm-hmm. on YouTube and Twitter. Are you on Instagram too? Uh, yes, but it's Reignite Apparel on Instagram. Okay, I'll do yeah. all the I'll yeah. I'll put all the links down below. It's one you, re- you know my you can just go grab my links and stuff and just throw them in there. Yeah, I got you, dude. Uh, but guys, thank you so much. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Slevtex Roundtable. There goes the third person again. Uh, but guys, thank you so much. I will see you guys in the next episode. I go hope you guys all have a great rest of your day. Ciao. Mm-hmm.